0: Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another installment of Morning Reload. From high above all other pedantic, puerile, and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson. Firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the big horns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. What is the point of learning history? In most schools, including many in Wyoming, history is no longer a core requirement to graduate high school. Rather, it has been replaced by something called social studies. At least that's what it was called when I was in school. Now, we did our fair share of historical inquiry, but much of what we had to learn in high school was a sociological discussion. A quick Google search defines sociology as the study of the development, structure, and functioning of human society, the study of social problems. Uh Uh-huh. The reason I didn't look up that word in the old 1828 is it's not in there. Interesting that the foremost history book of words does not contain an entry for sociology. That's because it's a relatively new concept. Evidently, we don't have to learn history these days because we're too focused on, quote, social problems. History, on the other hand, has a litany of definitions in the old 1828. The one that fits most appropriately Is "...an account of facts, particularly of facts respecting nations or states, a narrative of events in the order in which they happened, and their causes and effects. History differs from annals. Annals relate simply to facts and events of each year in strict chronological order, without any observation of the analyst." History regards less strictly the arrangement of events under each year and admits the observations of the writer. So the point of history is to learn what happened in the past and why, presumably so that we don't repeat the same mistakes. History is neither good nor bad, it just is. For example, if the current administration was an aficionado on, say, Roman history, They might have realized that one of the causes of the fall of the Roman Empire was that they inflated their currency. That, and approximately 30% of their population, was dependent upon the government for bread. It might give us some valuable insight on what happens when you do those things. But don't pay any attention to any of that. We have far more important things to do, like judge the past instead of learn from it. That's what's called historiography. Literally defined, historiography is the writing of history. But from this perspective, it ends up meaning the rewriting of history. And when you do that, you inject your own personal biases. In other words, you're judging the past based on the present. You end up drawing conclusions from things that were not there. That's why when you study history, you should go back to as close to original sources as you can, so you understand the events as they were unfolding. Let me give you an example of that folly that we're dealing with right now. The fake news is constantly beating us all over the head, claiming that the Republicans are the party of racism and slavery and chains, according to Joe Biden. Wait a minute. He said in the first hundred days, he's going to let the big banks once again write their own rules. Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. Implying, of course, that it was Republicans that were responsible for slavery. But it might surprise you to know that at the time of the Civil War, not a single Republican congressman owned slaves. And nearly every single Democrat congressman did. It was Democrats who created the KKK. Democrats who opposed integrating schools. Democrats who were responsible for Jim Crow laws in the South. And the list goes on and on as far as the Democrats are concerned. But you see, when we engage in historiography, that is rewriting history, it allows us to change all sorts of things. It allows you to recast things, events, and people into things that they are not, nor have they ever been. For example, the communists and socialists, instead of being mass murderers, become the liberators of the little guy. The Democrats, instead of being the party of slavery and racism, they become the great emancipators. Oh no wait, he was a Republican. Now before I get too far into this, let's get a word from our sponsors. Today's program is brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you're in the market for any type of metal structure, you need to give my friends Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings a call. 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. Or, if you're in the market for a structure for your livestock, then you should call 307 Cowboy Fabrication. They manufacture animal shelters from products made right here in Wyoming. So, give them a call. 307-441-1815. Much of this historical fabrication I mean, sociology, can be traced to a little book that is present in almost every single school in America and is probably required reading in many Wyoming high schools, Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. Howard Zinn was really not a historian. He was a political scientist. Oh yeah, and he was a member of the Communist Party USA. In his own autobiography, he describes himself as, quote, something of an anarchist, something of a socialist, maybe a democratic socialist. His book, A People's History of the United States, is chock full of half-truths, historical distortions, and it's written entirely from the perspective of class struggle. In fact, he pretty much claims that entire human history is one of class struggle. Had they been alive at the same time, I'm sure that Howard Zinn would have sought out Karl Marx and asked him to be his roommate. So why do I bring all of this up? Well, it's Columbus Day, and as we all know, we have to destroy every statue of Christopher Columbus. You know, it's only by destroying history that we can rectify the horrible events of the past. In an article from Front Page Magazine entitled, Destroy Columbus Day, Destroy America, The Left's Lust for history to change the future. Author Thom Nichols writes this morning, and I quote. The self-righteous fury with which American Marxists destroyed Columbus statues in 2020 traces its origins to Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States, a book stocked with half-truths and historical distortions where Columbus is concerned. When demonstrators arrived at Marconi Plaza in South Philadelphia to protest a 20-foot-tall statue or perhaps to topple it with ropes, neighborhood groups came out to defend it, some armed with bats and guns. The legacy media in Philadelphia quickly jumped on the neighborhood groups and branded them as racists. It was a telling moment for the city. The Marconi Plaza Columbus statue is the work of Italian sculptor Emanuele Caroni, It was originally made for the 1876 Centennial Exposition in the city's Fairmont Park section, where it stood outside the U.S. government building. Dedicated on October 12th of 1876, the statue was viewed by thousands of visitors to the centennial, including poet Walt Whitman. Although Columbus Day is technically a federal holiday, since 2020, 130 cities in the United States have chucked the name for Indigenous Peoples' Day. The trend was already in high gear in 2017 when Time magazine reported that 55 cities had eliminated all references to Columbus Day, thanks mostly to Zinn, who died in 2010, and his devious history. It was Zinn, after all, who said, quote, History is not about understanding the past, but about changing the future, end quote. His little book is now required reading in many schools and colleges, despite numerous challenges to its credibility from, of all people, left-wing historians. It was Zinn who called the United States a, quote, racist criminal enterprise built on murdering Indians, exploiting slaves, and opposing the working man, end quote. Ronald Radosh is professor emeritus of history at City University in New York. On January 16th of 2020, he wrote an article for Law & Liberty entitled Howard Zinn, Fake Historian. Quote, According to Zinn, America was founded in sin. Christopher Columbus was guilty of genocide against the native population already living in America. Zinn's charges are a shocking tale of severed hands, raped women, and gentle enslaved people worked to death to slake the white Europeans' lust for gold any of that sound familiar well the truth couldn't be farther from what Zinn says if you go back to the original sources you know journals from the people that were there with columbus you might find out that when he first stepped off his boat and arrived in hispaniola according to nichols journals of the people that were with columbus said "...when he stepped off of his boat, he announced to the natives that the monarchs of Castile have sent us not to subjugate you, but to teach you the true religion." Neither is there a mention of the 1502 letter Columbus wrote to to Pope Alexander VI, in which he asked that missionaries be sent to the New World so they could accept Christ. And if you keep reading Howard Zinn, you will also never know that Columbus had a rigorous policy that his crew exchange gifts with the natives they met and not just steal what they wanted. You'd also be ignorant of the fact that Columbus's policy was so unbending that on the explorer's third voyage in 1500, he hanged men who disobeyed him by harming the native people. The truth is, as Nichols points out, Howard Zinn mentioning Christ is as impossibly out there as the prospect of President Biden mentioning an article by the Freedom Center's Robert Spencer. All of this means that Columbus's real sin, from a woke point of view, of course, is his promulgation of Christianity, and we certainly can't have that. So this Columbus Day, when you see all of these articles on fake news that claim that we have to remove every Christopher Columbus statue to pay for his sins— You all know that it's bullcrap, and you know where it comes from. History is neither good nor bad. It just is. The truth about America is that we did some really, really bad things. But we've also done some really, really good things. The Constitution isn't racist. It guarantees rights to everyone, even though it was written by some guys that owned slaves. Judging history by the present is perhaps one of the largest cardinal sins in all of education, because it leads you to misunderstanding the events of the past. And if that happens, you'll repeat the same mistakes that were made before. Toppling a statue doesn't erase the past, nor does it correct anything that was wrong in the past. It merely puts a mask over it. And in the case of Columbus, you'd be completely wrong to do so. That'll do it for this Columbus Day. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. If you happen to be around Whirland this evening, I'll be moderating a debate for the Hot Springs County School Board. It's being held at the Whirland Community Center at around 6.30. Don't forget about the live episode every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is Cowboy State Politics.